Ready or not, it's time to elevate. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Elevate with Antoinette. I'm Antoinette, and today we have a special co-host, Jocelyn. Um, but I'm going to let her uh, introduce herself, and then we're going to talk about what elevating really means to us. And hopefully you will get some uh, impact or mutual feelings from it. And of course, as usual, comment um, if you can relate or if you can't. We want to hear your point of view. But um, right now we're going to introduce Jaslyn. Go ahead. Hi, guys. I'm a teacher. I'm a wife. I'm a sister, an aunt, and an aspiring writer. All right. So you guys heard that, an aspiring writer. We're, <laughs> we're definitely going to have to touch on that as well because we're here to elevate each other and we want to make sure we are able in the future to read some of Jocelyn's material and get her out there. Um, and it always helps to have a cheer section um, to get you motivated. But now let's start with elevating and what it means to us. Um, for me, I, I spoke about this before, but to elevate for me is just like, moving up, like in whatever that looks like for you. Like for me, it was my mental health. Um, I could not stay still or stay grounded anymore because my mental health was really struggling at one point. And I knew that I had to elevate out of where I was. Um, so at one point, my main focus was getting better in my mental health. And from there, I wanted to elevate in my career. Um, I'm, I mentioned before, I'm a, I don't like to say I'm a politician because I'm not, but I do sit on a seat that will be labeled a political seat. Um, but I'm a realtor and sometimes that gets difficult when you're working for commission and you have your mental health is struggling. So then you don't work and then you don't eat because you didn't make any money. So it's like a, a it was just a downward spiral for me. And I knew I had to elevate one area that will help me elevate the mm -hmm. next one and the next one and the next one. Mm -hmm. um, but what what do you think? What does elevate elevating in your life look like? Mm. I like what you said. And I think that it is very true that elevation does have like a full, almost full body effect of like spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, you know, and career and um, it touches on our relationships as well. And so for me, elevation means, like you said, you know, taking that next step to get to a higher place. And sometimes that actually looks like maybe step, taking a step back mm -hmm. or really reflecting on where you want to be, where you're at, and looking at where you've come so far. Because I think it's really important to not to set unrealistic, unrealistic expectations of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also have in mind that, you know, there are things that we can do to get to that next yeah. place. Yeah. I, I like that with the not setting unrealistic expectations, because sometimes like, for instance, in real estate, if I sold, you know, two homes a month last year, I should not set the expectation to sell 10 homes a month, because when I don't meet that, I'm going to be sad. 
<laughs> and once I get sad, then it's like, okay, I'm not going to work, you know? So you really do have to take that step back and reflect of where you've been and where you want to be so you can take the steps because it is like elevating is like being on an elevator. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to take, it's one floor at a time, mm -hmm. one step at mm -hmm. a time to really get there. And I feel like you have to be patient with yourself. And like, I really, really, I try not to, and I try to stay very mindful, but I'm really hard on myself. Mm. And then I get mad that I'm hard on myself, like, because I do expect not perfection, but near perfection mm -hmm. from myself because so many people depend on me mm -hmm. and I don't want to let anyone down. But elevating is also understanding that you're not perfect mm. and no one else is either. So if mm -hmm. I'm not holding anyone else to that standard of perfection, why do I think I need to hold myself to it? Mm. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, I don't, it's, it's difficult. It's, I feel like it's easy to say, but difficult to fall into place. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And I think as women, that is something that we struggle with mm -hmm. is having this idea of like perfection. Like you have this idea of like, what your wedding is going to look like, yeah, what yeah. your family is going to look like, what your career is going to look like. And then when you come to the reality of what maybe all those things look like, and then you see them and they fall short and it's just kind of this feeling of discouragement, mm -hmm. you know, and what I like about what you're trying to create for all of us and, and doing this podcast and just opening up and having these conversations is what does elevation really look like? Well, sometimes... Mm -hmm. Like when I think of elevation, you know, you said an elevator, I think of like, like a mountain and mm -hmm. you have to take things like a step at a time. Yep. And there's a certain degree that when you get to so far in the mountain, there's actually less air to breathe. So it's like at that point, you really need to prioritize what's important. What are mm -hmm. the things that we really need to focus on and wh what is the cost too? What's the cost of of, of making this endeavor. Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes it is looking at things and being like, well, what is a priority to me? You know, what is it that I really want out of this situation and not cutting that thing off and being done with it, but saying, okay, can I make this dream, this idea, this passion in a different way? Um, mm -hmm. Or can I be able to put it aside for now and come back to it later because it's still important right. to me, Right. but maybe it's not something I can carry along right now. Yeah. That, that is important. The balance of it all, because I like, I say okay. that there is no balance. <laughs> I say this over and over and over again, there is no balance, but like you said, if you prioritize, you know that breathing is my number one priority. So what do I have to sit aside in order to make sure I'm still breathing? Like sometimes that balance looks like I'm choosing this today and sitting this to the side. And then maybe I can get back to this tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, and Again, being patient with yourself and understanding that you can't do everything. Like, I can't be at a commissioner's meeting and sh be showing houses at the same time. I'm one person. There, that is, there's no 
the balance is go to the commissioner's meeting maybe before show houses or on the weekend, you know? So that is, that is my way of balancing. And it's also my way of elevating because I'm not being, I'm giving myself the space to choose both things mm-hmm. and not, mm-hmm. um, not just being so hard on myself and saying, you know what? I can't do it. I fail. I can only do this or I can only do that because in our purpose in life, it, I feel like it looks, it looks vast and maybe in God's eyes, he, he's like, this is it, you know, but our steps to get there and to complete our purpose before this life is over in, in the human aspect can be so like wide ranged, you know, mm-hmm. like in, and I know that's a, that could be a big jump to some people, but your every day, those steps and that, um, that mountain that we climb of life, it, it caught like you have to elevate in order to get to the top of that mountain. And for me, the top of that mountain is fulfilling my purpose. Mm -hmm. So, and I like, that's, that's a lot. And, but I feel like that, that's okay. You know, like, that's how my mind thinks. Sometimes it goes from small to really big to like, Ensnet, what are you, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) And that's probably why I get so hard on myself too, because I do that. Like, oh, I need to make 20 calls to, I need to sell a million dollar house. Like, how did you get there? (laughs) How did you get there? But um, at the same time, our goals need to stay in the back of our head, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And our, our, my goal of reaching a certain number of homes sold is not my ultimate goal. You know, like my ultimate goal is to fulfill my purpose here on earth, but my yearly goal is to sell 24 homes, (laughs) you know, but I think in keeping that goal, like work with me, God, you know, (laughs) like keep me on the path to my purpose. Um, But also like, show me, show me that I'm on, I'm on the right path. I'm on that, the right elevation, um, to fulfilling my purpose. And I do, I, I'm with everything in me. I feel like my position as a commissioner and me helping people reach goals in their life of owning a home. I think that's all intertwined because when I try to leave one, it, I get, it pulls me right back in, Mm. you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Y'all may think I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I don't think you're crazy. But I like what you said that it's like you have this this dream and those those goals need to be in the back of your mind. And you know, again, putting aside this idea of perfectionism, you know, when we do have these goals in mind, I think they actually become more attainable mm-hmm. when we set aside perfection because we're focusing on the the main mission, what we're really going towards. And so if something, you know, along the way comes along, but it's not necessarily like 
integral Mm -hmm. and part of the overall goal, then maybe it's a good thing to be able to say no to or set it aside, say, you know, I've done this for so long, but it's no longer, it's not working towards this goal anymore. And so I think that's so important to stay a dreamer, though. I like that. You know, because otherwise we... I think we can become really just disappointed and that disappointment can set in within ourselves. Yes. How, how would you advise someone to stay a dreamer? You know, I think that that's a great question. I don't know if I'm the best person to answer <laughs> that because I've only just started to realize how much I'm not a dreamer. <laughs> um, so it's, it's a struggle for me, but I, I know for me, um, a friend of mine and I were talking and she's a very determined person and she has dreams and she dreams really big and for me it was inspiring to watch her and it was also a challenge for me as well mm-hmm. to say this is an area I want to grow in I don't know how to get to that point right yeah. now but because my friend is kind of in that place already mm-hmm. you know what's great is I can come alongside of her and just kind of watch her in her journey yeah. and glean from her and I think that's so important in elevation, just period, as you know, as we're talking about it, you know, mm-hmm. because in every podcast you're doing, you have a co-host, yeah. you know, and it's so important to, I think, have those people around to, you know, come alongside of you because we all have unique gifts and talents. And, well, what can that person bring along? Or what does that person know that maybe I don't know or don't understand? And it's great to be able to, you know, inspire one another. Yeah. Yeah, it, that's so important to be able to be able to pull from someone. Like you have your friend who's the dreamer. You can walk side by side with her and learn how she dreams big and how she can uh, focus on certain things and get it accomplished and fulfill those dreams. And like to have someone like that, I think will help you attain your goal of being a dreamer and accomplishing those dreams. And one thing that you said um, that just came back to me because I absolutely love it and I'm, I use it to, because I stole it from you is being fluid. Like we talked about setting things aside and balancing. Um, and you were telling me like being fluid is accepting the change of, of things and, Like, you may have an expectation, but that that door may close or it may look a certain way that you didn't expect it to look, Mm -hmm. and that's okay. If You have to stay fluid and go with the change. Like, how, for you, how have you experienced that? Like, I know with being a teacher, an aspiring writer, um, how has being fluid helped you? So, I feel like, it has really cultivated because of my job as being a teacher. Like the Lord really knew what he was doing because he knew I needed there. There were some things I needed within me that if I didn't work with kids, that just weren't going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so watching them, it's so interesting because um, it gives me just such a, a perspective of how God views us. Yeah. yeah. And just his, his love for us, his compassion for us, his, um, his understanding, his forgiveness, but also, you know, at the same time having, you know, these firm boundaries of, of safety and protection as well. But for me, as I'm teaching, it has been, I really feel like cultivated in me this idea of being fluid because I need to be able to put aside 
you know, some things maybe that I have some expectations, um, some maybe standards, and and not to say that I don't want my kids, you know, to elevate right. and, you know, get to the next step, but if there's a moment of crisis with them, you know, maybe they're having, they're struggling, they're having a hard time, you know, what my expectation is in that moment is not as important what's going on with them. Right. So I really have to be able to put that aside or maybe view it in a different perspective and say, this is not working. Right. So how else could I attain this goal that I have for them? Right. Is this a realistic goal? Yeah. So I think there are times when reflection needs to come into that right. as well. I think that's a huge part of fluidity is being like, is this working? Could it be done better? Mm-hmm. Is there somebody else maybe that knows more more than me? So yeah. I can ask, hey, you know, I have this person that they are better in doing this. Maybe I can go to them and ask, hey, right. you know, I saw you doing this. How did you do that? How how do you think that I can attain this where I'm at? Yeah. I, I think you hit on so many points. With my last co-host, we talked about how other generations can actually help us to elevate. And she's a coach. And she talked about, you know, just how younger kids help her, one, laugh at herself because they're very, like, you know, just show you your, like, flaws and not point the finger but laugh about it. Like, it's not – they teach you, like, not everything is a big deal, you know, but at the same time, they're also teaching you to be a caring individual because you have to take care of them. so I, I like that. And just the fact of being fluid because what is important to them at the time may need to, to be what's important, you know, and not so much of what you had planned for the day for them. If they hit their crisis, which, you know, for us as adults, it may not be a big thing, but for them, it will stop their day. Mm-hmm. So you have to like really open your mind to them. Um, and I love that you said sometimes you have to take a step back and maybe ask somebody like that may know more than you. That's difficult at times. Like people do not want to say like they don't know the answer and they definitely don't want to go to someone and say, Hey, you probably know more than me. Can you help me? Mm. Asking for help can be really hard. Um, I don't mind asking for help because I am the first one to admit I do not know everything um and I know that I I need help but there are some areas where I feel so confident and I'm like oh man I don't want to ask or I feel embarrassed like I should know this but I would rather ask than try to figure it out and I'm wrong and then everyone will know I'm wrong so you know but it it I feel like that's a part of elevating too to be able to say hey, I need help, Um, instead of just getting it wrong, hiding, or, like, covering things up, like, asking for help is a way of of elevating and, and being vulnerable, you know, and I think that, I think that's important, I think kids show us that, too, because they, they are easily, like, show, they easily show their vulnerability, like, just because, you know, they're, they're not thinking about all the tough, like trying to be tough or trying to, you know, save face or anything like that. They're like, I need help. Like, <laughs> I need help. This is serious to me. Help me, you know. And and you're the person as their teacher that they can rely on, which is 
I, I, I feel like that's so important. Teachers don't get enough, like, credit at all. And I think during COVID, I, that showed a lot because a lot of parents didn't deal with it. <laughs> They're like, I had to do my kid all year. <laughs> They're begging teachers, like, just take them. I'll drop them off. Like, it was hard for a lot of parents to even deal with their kids for such a long time. Um, so I commend you for being able to go in and say, yeah, I'll take your kids. I'll teach them. I'll mold them. I'll, I'll help in, in that part of raising them because that that is, like, such an important job that teachers don't get enough credit for that. I mean, it is, I, my job has been something that has really just showed, showed me so much over the years, and I'm so grateful to be able to do what I do and really enjoy it for, for the most part. You know, yeah, it, has, it yeah. has moments, as it stays, but for the most part, I really enjoy what I do. And, but what I like what you said was that, you know, when asking for help, there is this sense of vulnerability, which, mm-hmm. again, what you said, kids don't have that hesitancy to show that vulnerability. And I think in some ways, as adults, we can learn from kids in that aspect because yeah. it's so... It's so important. It's so important to be able to just really let our guards down. And, yeah. and it's hard, though. With You know, like you said, it's, yeah. it's extremely hard because yeah. we don't want to be, you know, made to feel embarrassed right. or belittled right. or, right. you know, anything like that. But at the same point, you know, in, in dropping down our defenses and being able to have that moment, I think it puts us in a position to be able to actually go further mm-hmm. because you know it humility is such a beautiful gift and we have to be able to receive it and yeah. it, and it's something that's very hard to do but it really is this receiving of this gift to be able to then use utilize mm-hmm. it I think and that is part of it is just coming along and saying I don't know everything right you know I don't know everything even yeah. about teaching I, I don't know um, I've learned a lot over the last several years since getting into it and I've watched my co-workers that have done it for longer than I have yeah and it is so it's beautiful to watch them because they also really love what they do mm-hmm. and it's so good to be able to work together and talk about things and sometimes I just really need their their feedback and yeah. their advice. And so I'll ask them, hey, you know, this is what I did or this is what I said. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. But it puts me in this position to grow. And that's yeah. ultimately what elevation, elevation yeah, is. Growth. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is what it is. And I I want to kind of switch it, but at the same time, not switch it because we're still going to talk about elevation. But Sometimes when you elevate, it makes other people uncomfortable. Mm. Um, and I have, I have seen that, especially after this election, um, getting elected into the seat that I'm in. People like even people that were said they were, you know, campaigning for me or voting for me or whatever. When I won, they kind of like flipped the script and it was very surprising and it was very hard to deal with. Um, and I probably have not elevated from that too much because <laughs> sometimes I look at people like, yeah, I'm, I haven't grown. <laughs> I haven't grown quite enough to deal with you yet. Um, 
but have you experienced like relationships that have either changed or fallen apart because you wanted to make yourself better? Um, actually, I, w I would say yes. Uh, and maybe probably, you know, other people that are watching this have, you know, can say the same thing as well. Um, because it looks, it looks different mm -hmm. than what people are used to from you. And now it's like, maybe you're being, you know, selfish by, yep. you know, maybe putting up certain boundaries Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and also just wanting something, something more. And I think that growth sometimes can make people around us in relationship with us a little bit nervous because mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, okay. Well, does that mean I'm going with you? Right. Does that mean I have to change too? Right. Right. So it, it, it being in relationship with people that are going towards, mm -hmm. you know, are working towards elevation and just elevation ourselves. We need to have an honest conversation with ourselves yeah. about, you know, relationships that are important. And sometimes I think honestly communicating to like, hey, you know, you're an important person in my life. Mm -hmm. I see this is happening. Can you tell me what's going on? Or vice versa. Um, you know, maybe you're that person yeah. that, you know, yeah. that is having a hard time yeah. with somebody yeah. else. And so um, if that person is again, important enough to you and they're a priority in your life, mm -hmm. having that sitting down, having that conversation, Hey, you're important to me. And I just see things changing. You know, I love you and I want to be a part with you. So how can I do that? How can I support you? But it's got to come from a place of honesty. Yeah. It's also got to come from a place of, of love too, yeah. when you're yeah. trying to really grow in a relationship. Yeah. And like really be sincere about it because people can tell when you're not sincere um i and i think you have to be sincere to yourself as well because if you're the one that's like oh i don't like how they're changing um why you know is is it that they're changing in an area where you think it's taking them downward well speak up so they will know and can be better or are they changing and elevating and leaving you behind i think it's a, an evaluation of self um as well as an evaluation of your relationship um and for like i said i'm i am not the best because i just get upset um when i saw people kind of getting upset with me when i set boundaries after I had like my mental struggle, I had to really set boundaries because I was breaking my back for other people. But when I was struggling, no one was there. So I set boundaries. People didn't like that. And then when I was elected, um, I didn't have time to do all the stuff I was doing for other people. And they didn't like that. So it's like, were we in this friendship because I was doing so much for you? And now I can't. So you're like, eh, never mind. Like, you know, and so it was difficult to assess. And for me, I like, I don't deal well with conflict and I kind of stray away from it. I close down. Hmm. And that's an area that I'm still working on. Um, that is part of my elevating this year is to not be confrontational, but to stand up for myself and to confront the issue. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Don't let the issue live and I just go around it. Um, so that is my my growth area that I want. That's the area I want to grow in. Um, do you have an area uh, that you have, you know, this year you want to grow in, you want to elevate, you've already seen it, acknowledge it, and you you said this is it? Yeah, so I think like like you said, and probably many other people, you know, I have goals in mind for myself mm-hmm. that I want to be able to just see movement in. You know, it's not like I have a deadline of when I want certain things to mm-hmm. happen, but I'm like, well, I see that this is like a weakness of mine. Okay, how how can I challenge myself? You know, to take that next step. And so, um, one of the areas is is in my writing, prioritizing, okay. just working on it more and it you know sometimes and that's one of my expectations of myself that mm-hmm. I've kind of let go I'm gonna write even if it's just complete like a mess yeah and even if it just it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. it's not that great I'm just gonna allow myself that process to be able to go in there and just put you know right. my passion um down into words um and then the other probably goal I would say that I have you know like growth area as you stated so poignantly is for myself that I'm going to step into new areas mm-hmm. where I'm not very comfortable. Um, like I, I joined this, um, this team of other, of other strong women that are looking to do just like, you know, you're wanting mm-hmm. to, do, you are doing through this podcast and to help elevate other women. It's a community of women. And so I'm, I'm stepping up in um, I'm part of the team and being able to help this organization to to do just that. And yeah. it's an area for me where I'm like, ooh, because that for one that means <laughs> commitment of my time, yeah. which is which is a hard thing to for me. Um, but at the same point, I'm stepping into a relationship with these other women yeah. that I may not know all that well. Um, and I I need a sense to trust them. So that is something that mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm doing this. I'm committing to this, and I'm also multitude of ways uh but I know this is where God wants me yeah. I know this is something where I I can benefit because this is a moment where all these other women mm-hmm. know more than me and so I'm gonna take that nice. that position and say you know what I don't know what I'm doing but I'm gonna ask for your help though right nice that that organization so you guys are doing like events and stuff like that so yes, we are doing events. It's called My Beautiful Brown Life. It's mm-hmm. in the Metro Detroit area, and it it there's a blog. There there's uh, just a community of women as well um, on on social media, and so it's this organization of women that really want to come around and support mm-hmm. authentic friendships, the sense of um, honest self love. Yeah. And just being able to to elevate together. Yeah. So yeah. that's really what we're looking to do. And we're starting off this year really strong. Good. How? So how can we find out more about this group? So if you go on www.beautifulbrownlife.com, you'll be able to find out more information about any upcoming events. The blog is on there. And how to connect further with either people in the community or people right. in leadership. Nice. I am all for women uplifting women because it's like 
we need we need a cheer section you know we like we there's a lot of different um issues that we have to face just on an everyday basis and sometimes our boyfriends or husbands or whoever they don't understand that but another woman will get it so just to have another woman say hey you're doing great i'm proud of you keep pushing i'm here if you need me that goes very far so organizations like that are are really important that sisterhood is so important so i'm i'm glad that you found them and you've let us know about them as well um and we're we're definitely going to be cheering you on like for your writing i think it, it you said you're going to be writing even if it doesn't make sense and that's great because watch when you're putting everything together, you're going to go back to this one part like, oh, it does fit in. Like it, <laughs> it didn't make sense this day, but two months later, it fits in perfect. Like that, that is going to be, everything's going to fall into place. And I, for one, am just excited to see the outcome of, of all your hard work and your dedication and I'm already proud of you. So <laughs> I, I feel like I need to set some more goals, <laughs> but, but you know, like our goals, what I love about this, the, this podcast is we can come together, we can cheer for each other and we do not have to compete. Like there's no competition. There's just encouragement and love and just like, being proud of one another just for making it through the day. I'm I'm glad that you made like, <laughs> you made it through the day. I made it through the day. You know, it's just like that's something to like say, hey, you did mm-hmm. good. You did mm-hmm. good today. Like I did not yell at my husband today. I didn't yell at my kids. The day is not over, but <laughs> I didn't yell at them. So I'm I'm winning. Like I'm winning today. Like I I feel very um mellow even though it snowed i had to shovel um twice um but i i still feel good i'm grateful and i'm thankful for where i am right now um and i'm grateful and thankful for you for for just spending this time with me i i will let you guys know this is the second time we've done this <laughs> the first time magically like deleted you could hear us in the beginning the middle kind of got deleted and it came back and then deleted. It was very strange. Um, but I said, we have to do this again because it just the, just what we had to talk about, I felt was so important. And we are just looking for all of you to elevate and to, to pull more from yourselves for yourselves and just allow this community of sisterhood to cheer you on and and just, you know, I, I feel like as we go up this mountain, we can always leave a hand out so we can pull up another sister. So mm-hmm. and that that's what this is about. So thank you, thank you, thank you for coming. I hope you enjoyed yourself and I hope that you will come back and talk on another topic of elevation with us and let us know how your writing is going. Oh, thank you. I I have loved it. And I really like that this is true elevation because mm-hmm. it does, like you said, it is inclusive. And that's really what elevation is. So yeah. thank you so much for including me today. Yay! I'm so excited. I'm, I'm just glad you're willing to come back. <laughs> because 
we we talked like a half hour before we even got on. We talked we talked about a lot of stuff, and it's just so natural. So I appreciate you, and I hope you guys enjoyed um, this uh, part of the podcast. I hope you got a really good understanding of what elevation means. And of course, I am here if you have questions. <laughs>